Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Are You Ready for Some Football? Right here on Movement Radio. I'm Talon Williams. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Roger Sierra. And he's back. Yay. Thank you for being back here, brother. We appreciate you. And we are here for week 18. It is the season finale. And, uh, well, not the season finale. It's not the season finale. (laughs) It's the season season finale. This is week 18 of the NFL season. Um, But we are, before we get into week 18, we're going to jump back to week 17 and we're going to review the week at hand. We're not going to go everything verbatim. You know, we're going to hit some of the highlights. Um, I guess capping it off real quick, you had uh, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, beat the Washington football team 20 to 16 in a game that Hold was on, again. You mean, the, you mean the brigade or admirals or admiraling? Hey, nothing's been made official yet, so I'm not going to say anything until they are made official. So, yeah, but I'm just saying, brigade or armada, that's got to be the name of the team. You think it's, you think it'll be brigade? It should be a military name. Is that what they're leaning to? No, I'm just saying a military yeah. name. Since they're okay. from DC, it, it probably should be something like that. Um, something although, patriotic, something. Yeah, yeah. Although one of the names that's on the list uh, of finals is to just stick with Washington football team. So it, it it's probably going to end up being that. Yeah. I mean, you what would the, think the maybe. Red Hawks? <laughs> was this NFL Blitz the League? <laughs> that's what the name of the with Red Hawks. Because okay. they can't do Red Wolves. Oh, yeah, that's right. Anyway. Well, All right, Red so. Wolves was one of the finalists, too. Yeah, but in the article it said that they can't take it because they don't want to go. Because there's another team that legally owns that name and they don't want to go to well, the legality. There's, there's, there's the uh, Chattanooga Red Wolves. It's a soccer team here in Chattanooga. They yeah. said it was another team. Might be another team around there, too. But, yeah, there's probably a lot of minor league teams with that name. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. There, I'm sure there's a lot. Hey. Hey. At least. Hey. At least they don't call themselves the Zappers. I mean, that'd be a horrible team name. But no. That, we, we've been over horrible team names, and that was not one of them. Th- that was one of them. You just didn't <laughs> want to admit it. But anyway. But now back to it. Um. Nah. Philadelphia. You know. Philadelphia and Washington. It was what it was. Jalen Hurts had 214 yards. Uh. Boston Scott actually had a pretty good game with two touchdown, two rushing touchdowns on 47 yards rushing. Uh. Dallas got. Dallas uh, was, uh, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, six receptions, 71 yards, was the leading receiver. Rodney McLeod with an interception. Uh, Washington, ta- Taylor Heineke did, you know, 247 yards, a touch, uh, I'm sorry, uh, interception. Uh, Jared Payton, Patterson, I'm sorry, 57 yards and a touchdown. Russian. Um, again, this game was one of those games that was kind of, eh, it was there. And it was two teams. Philadelphia is definitely fighting for a playoff spot. Um, how did you guys feel about this game? Uh, they should have put Gardner Minshew in. Let that man get them about 40 points. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that man ain't missed so far. When he was in the game, he wasn't missing. No, not at all. Um, well, uh, the, so, did you guys see after the game? I know we're talking about the game. Yeah, after the, the, game, the, the oh, barricade falling. Yeah, I seen that. So Jalen Hurts actually formally sent the the stadium and the Washington Football Team letters uh, today, asking what they were going to do about that situation because he almost his leg almost got took out. Yeah, but even though he did that, he still hung out with the fans that fell over the railings and took pictures with them. So exactly right. Yeah, you almost got your leg broke. Hey, go ahead and you know take a picture with the opposing team's quarterback. Why not? Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's not like they like were doing it on purpose. They were on the rails, like you know, every every game, everybody went at the tunnel wants to be lean over the rail and get something. And oh yeah, oh yeah. The rail, yeah, the just, rail just couldn't handle it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, how how old is FedEx Field, or is it still called FedEx Field? Yep, it's still FedEx. Yeah. Okay. All right, because I, I know there was a discrepancy a couple years it, ago with that whole is it name. FedEx Field or is it the FedEx Forum? I think it's the FedEx Forum. I just I don't know if FedEx is, was still sponsoring the, uh, the yeah, stadium still... due to the whole thing with uh, Daniel Snyder. Nah, they say racism don't bother them. Uh-huh. Right. So before let's move on to the very next uh, game: the LA Rams and the and the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Eh, I don't know how it was this close. For, yeah. A one-point game, though? 
Well, I think a lot of it had to do with Matthew Stafford throwing them two interceptions. I mean, he threw for 309 and got two touchdowns, but he had those two interceptions. Sony Michelle actually played pretty good, 74 yards rushing and a touchdown. Cooper Cup still doing his thing, six receptions, 95 yards and a touchdown. O OBJ got a touchdown as well. Um, you know, Jordan Fuller with the interception. And um, oh, uh, Jalen Ramsey throwing punches on the sidelines. Uh, but we want to talk about the other one. We want to talk about the other one, but not Jalen Ramsey doing it. Okay, right. But uh, well, well hold on. You talking about? You, wait, time out. Time out. Time out. We're not at that game yet. We're not at that game yet. Yeah, we're not at that game yet. You talking about the whole thing with Jonathan Allen? No, no, no. no, no. We're well, talking about okay. the other guy getting recognition for fighting his teammates. Oh yeah, well, yeah. We, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> Just hang on. Um, uh, but yeah, but go ahead, George. What were you saying? Can we give Cooper Cup his flowers right here, right now? Oh, for sure. Yes. The first Caucasian yes. American. Yes. The first Caucasian American to ever achieve 1,700 receiving yards in a season. Which to me baffles me because I would have thought like Wilker or um, Edelman would have got that. Edelman? Right. Yeah, it, so it's baffling. But, uh, it, I, Roger, you sent this, uh, I want to say it was just last night, maybe yesterday afternoon. Uh, mm -hmm. how ESPN hasn't touched on that at all. They're talking about Jalen Ramsey and the other game that we're, we're going to talk about a little later. Uh, but yeah, Cooper Cup's over, first location to have over 1,700. Like, come on. Yeah. 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 Shout out to mm -hmm. FS1, man, because they be giving him, they be they be talking good about him. Uh, Uncle Shay Shay always brings him up. He he say, he, he says, he's Cooper, consistent. Yeah, he says Cooper's Cup. He he says in his opinion, Cooper Cup is the second best wide receiver in the game. Uh, uh right now he's number one. I would yeah, say I would right say now right he's number now one he's too, number but, one. but 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 I, I think that's just, I think that's just because Uncle Shay Uncle Shay Shay's a little partial to uh, Devontae Adams though, because he oh. always, you know because it's for me it's like Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, uh, Tyreek, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a there's a let I me. Mean, I mean, I mean, Tyler Lockett, when he's zoned in, he, he could be a top five guy. Um, right, now, right now, neither Seattle's receiver is top tier. <laughs> that's what I'm saying when they're both focused. Oh, when they're it's both not, focused, it's not they them. Be... It's that, that offensive line ain't helping Russ be able to send that. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But that, you that, forget that, you forget that, one name up there that should be number three right now. Go ahead. Jamar Chase. Oh, well, well I'm getting to Jamar. We'll, we'll get to Jamar <laughs> in just a second when we get to that game. Um, Mr. But... Mr. Breaks defenses. Bro, he was that again. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, the Rams winning this one. Baltimore, Baltimore sitting at eight and eight. They don't look like they're going. It doesn't look. It doesn't look good for them. They have like I think a less than one percent chance of actually making the playoffs. Like a lot of dominoes have to fall in place in order for them to even have a shot at making the playoffs at this point. Yeah, they have to do a lot. Yeah. Um. It's going to be yeah, but the fact that they still been they twenty to not twenty to nineteen though that was kind of a eh, a game that was like ugh, it should have been a little bit more, but you know I mean they had their backup quarterback they don't have um, Lamar Jackson obviously playing I almost forgot the man's name, um, but the Ravens defense looked like old school Ravens defense for once it it, it did they looked real good. They did good in the first. They did good in the third. Uh, I mean, they only allowed one touchdown in the second, but the fourth quarter came and it was a collapse. I think they just got wore out. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. But, yeah, the, the Ravens have to win their game. Then have to have Colts lose to the Jags somehow. The Browns lose to Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chargers lose to the Raiders, which is a toss-up. And Dolphins lose to the Patriots, which may happen. But Colts that, and Chargers. I'll tell you, that. that's going to happen. <laughs> you say that, but remember the miracle. I do remember yeah. the miracle. I do remember the miracle. Remember the miracle. <laughs> the prophecy shall be fulfilled. Anyway, no. Um, I just want to know how you guys fell so hard from last year to this year. Like, I, man, to be honest with you, I really don't. <laughs> Hell, I'm surprised. We. I found it interesting because it was a fun fact that I seen on Facebook. We are the first team in the modern era, I guess since the merger, that could have a seven-game losing streak followed up by a seven-game winning streak. I was like, "How the fuck does that happen?" I don't know. Um, yeah. But, but 
we're not talking about my team right now. We're talking about the very next game, <laughs> another team in my division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets. Tom Brady leads a comeback, 28-24. to Let's be honest. Let's be truthful. Tom Brady, okay, first of all, Tom Brady threw for 410 yards and three touchdowns. Okay, good game. Gronk, seven, for, seven receptions, 115. No Had a good game. No, no touchdowns. touchdowns. But, but uh, Cyril Grayson had a big game. Six receptions, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Mike Evans had was four for 47 with a touchdown. Well, can we talk about uh, why Grayson got in the game? <laughs> yeah, let's 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 do that right here, right now. But, but, but before we do that, before we do that, shout out. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't fucking believe I'm doing this. But at one point, it looked like the Jets were going to fucking pull out the win. They literally were leading against until the all odds. Yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson was, you know, Zach Wilson, you know, 234 yards and a touchdown. Ty Johnson ran for a touchdown. Braxton Burroughs ran for a touchdown. He was also the leading receiver with eight receptions, 85 yards and a touchdown. So they had the momentum going into the fourth. Y'all take it away because I know where we're going with this. So... I just that want to say, I just want to say the situation with Antonio Brown is the same thing I've been saying for years now. Ever since he got hit in the head by Burfett or Burfett, whatever how you pronounce that super last name. Von, oh, Vontez Burfett. Yeah. Ever since that, he's literally had a whole personality change. I truly believe he has CTE, which unfortunately means we won't know until he dies. Yeah. Uh, but literally, ever since that hit he changed who he was totally like every aspect of him has changed yeah and unfortunately i think he's i think he has ct and unfortunately during this game he got frustrated during the third quarter um was about to leave mike evans tried to calm him down and then antonio brown takes his pads off then takes his shirt off then waves at the jets fans and walks into the tunnel and leaves yeah, I, I definitely think there's some kind of uh, mental illness going on, whether it be CTE or or something else. I'm not sure. Uh, but I definitely feel like there's some kind of mental illness going on here um, because, like you said, it, it, it's been a completely different AB since he took that hit. Um, I mean, after he took that hit is when he started beefing with Big Ben and Mike Tomlin. Then he yep. had the meeting to get released. Then he had all that craziness at uh, New England and Oakland. I mean, he's just been like he's literally been a completely different person. Before that, all we talked about was how he was a great receiver on the field and off the field didn't have any issues. Exactly. Um, you know, unfortunately, I, I I do believe that this latest outburst has cost him his entire career. I don't think that any other team is going to take uh a chance on him um no there's one team that always gives extra chances it's the seahawks we'll see well there's another team in texas that could possibly do it dallas? but i don't know if they would yeah i think yeah you don't think jerry jones would bring that circus to town no no i i don't know i mean name me name me a player on his team currently that's had off the field issues to my knowledge, the only one that I can remember off the top of my head, I think Zeke had an issue a couple of years ago. Yeah, and uh, what happened since then? Zeke had an issue. I mean, he's been a, he's been a model citizen since well, then. Well, but Zeke's issue was before he came to the NFL, not while he was in the NFL. There's the 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 kicker. He he yeah. was accused of uh, sexual misconduct when he was at Ohio State. Well, he can't help it when he's always wearing tank tops and little <laughs> right. high-rise crop tops, too. Looking like no way he's like in the peripheral. Like, I feel bad for Zeke, too, because he's had such a mediocre season because Mike McCarthy's garbage still. I mean, you, might, you could say Mike McCarthy's garbage, but they're 11-5 and five right now. I mean, they're... It ain't, it ain't his offense that's on 11-5. You still going to give credit to Jason Garrett? Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, well, 
Jason Garrett's up for the uh, the head coaching position at uh, Jacksonville because of it. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, head coaching. There's a lot of head coaches that might get that shot. And Chip Kelly's up for that one. Yeah. Damn everybody. I mean Byron Leftwich <laughs> is is up for it. Um, God, Antonio everybody. Brown. Oh my lord! Uh, <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Um, I right. think Paul so Heyman's up for it too. You know anybody oh up for it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean the, the Con family. The Con. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Right. <laughs> Hell, Tony Khan might jump down there and start coaching himself. You know, it'd still be entertaining at least. It, at least it would be right. All right, so let's go from one trash ass AFC East team to another trash ass AFC East team. The Miami Dolphins got their ass handed to them by the Tennessee Titans, thirty-four to three. No, 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 no. They didn't get it by the Titans. They got it handed to them by one man. Do you want to tell them who it was, Chip? Uh, it was Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman. Yeah, man. One hundred and twenty-three yards rushing, one touchdown. 26 carry. <laughs> Dontrell Hillard even have a touchdown on 45. Tannehill, you know, 120, but, you know, had two touchdowns. One to Anthony Frisker and the other one to uh, uh, Jeff Swarm. Uh, that's that's Farkster, sir. Farkster? Yeah, Farkster. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, my uh, my dyslexia kicked in. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, what else, what else can I say about this game, man? I mean, it was trash, man. Two or three for uh, two oh five and an interception. Yeah. Just just Mike Jasetsky tried. Jalen Waddle tried. It was not a good game Waddle, by any stretch. Three fumbles. <laughs> three fumbles by uh uh Tua in this game. And just this oh. Do you have a running back anymore? Uh Duke Johnson is their running back now. Uh, yeah. Duke uh, we got Duke Johnson, Miles Gaskin, and Philip Lindsay right now. What happened to Miles Gaskin? Why is he not producing? Last year he was. I, I a wish goal. I could tell you, man. I really, I, I really wish I could tell you. I don't know. Like yeah. I, I feel like it's uh, so weird that your team has literally went from right on the cusp of the playoffs to non-existent, pretty much, or yeah. middle, well, I mean, not even, middle, I mean, not non-existent. I mean, we're a five hundred team, so it's not like we're bottom of the barrel. You know, it's not like we're scraping. Yeah, but you guys played. You guys played the Jets twice. That's two free wins. That's true, but they lost but one did. of them. <laughs> yeah, we lost. Yeah, we lost. Yeah, we lost. I forgot one of them, that. So. I forgot that. Yeah. And, and they lost to the uh, Jaguars. Yeah, they did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I mean, it's not. Uh, like, and I mean, it's that's not. It's not, not <laughs> for the say. Hold on. That's that's not me putting shade on your team or anything. It's just the, those are the facts. Yeah, they they're lost. the facts, right? Did they lose and, to uh, the Texans too? Uh, did we no, lose to the they, Texans? I think they beat the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm checking the. Uh, they beat the Patriots week one somehow. Uh, they beat and then the we Texans, lost seven straight. The Ravens. Yeah. How did we you won our first. <laughs> How did you guys lose to the Jaguars? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Dear. What's your What's your most impressive win? Uh, let me check my score real quick. Oh, no, yeah, check your score team. real quick. Yeah. The, the uh beating the LA Chargers, beat the Chargers yeah. probably. No, yeah. Chargers. I mean, that, hey, that we beat the out. Jets and the Jags and the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys thirty to sixteen, uh, Chargers twenty to thirteen. Technically, our most impressive win was the Lions thirty to ten. I mean, we beat the Titans and the uh, Chargers. I don't know if we beat the Jags. We twice, but... <laughs> yeah. Is that why y'all is that why y'all on a three game losing streak right now? Who us? No, no uh, us. oh Broncos. No, we're on a three game losing streak because Teddy Bridgewater got that concussion. But that or that neck injury, right? Yeah, I mean we've only played four games, so I got no I got no dog in this race, right? Uh, other than we beat the Jaguars twice, we beat the Titans once, we beat the Chargers. I mean, we beat the dog shit out of the Chargers. Which was so weird. I know. I mean, like, 41-29 against the Chargers, uh, 30-16 to against the Jaguars, 22-13 against the Titans, and uh, 
37-21 against the Jaguars. That's our only wins. Uh, and I don't see us winning our game this week, so we're going to go 4-13 and this year. Well, speaking of those trash-ass Jaguars, uh, they got their ass handed to them by the New England Patriots this week, 50-10 to in their game. It was, it was not pretty. Trevor Lawrence, Who? one touchdown, three. So what now? Who? Trevor Lawrence. Who's that? Could be the dick. Is that the new um, You know, the, the number one overall pick that was going to be the savior of the Jaguars and uh, Urban Meyer's career. Sunshine from Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah, that guy, Mr. Liability. <laughs> 103 yards passing, three interceptions. Just, just the, just the, he's, he's terrible. Just, he played terrible. Mac Jones, 227 for three touchdowns. But the running game was what got, uh, Reandre, uh, Stevenson was 107 yards and two touchdowns. Damian Harris, 35 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Jacoby Myers, eight receptions, 73 yards and a touchdown. Christian Wilkerson, 42 yards and two touchdowns. Um, everything was, I mean, J.C. Jackson, Miles Bryant, Kyle Duggar, both, all three had interceptions in this game. Just a, just a thromping, just a, just a beat down. I mean, does it, okay, but let me ask this question to y'all. Does it show how good the Patriots are or does it show just how horrible Jacksonville is? I mean, Patriots are 10 and 6, so. Yeah, the Patriots are good, and the Jaguars are terrible. So, I mean, I don't know how you differentiate the two. <laughs> That's true. A win is a win, I guess. Um, but we're going to jump on to the next one. This next one did have a lot of – this next game also had a lot of emotion behind it. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, teams honoring uh, – the Raiders honoring John Madden before the game. Um, which I think the majority of the NFL honored John Madden before the game. Did you, it, just, uh, it hit differently you, with. So what now? Well, let's say, or did you see the thing about Deshaun Jackson not being allowed to wear the Madden shoes? No, I no, didn't I see didn't anything see like that. that. He had cleats that were honoring Madden, and he said the NFL told him he couldn't wear them. I still think he wore them, so he probably got penalized. But why? Why wouldn't he be able to wear them? Because I don't think they were. Um, you know how you have to wear certain shoes or whatever the crap it is? I think they weren't the whatever they're allowed to wear. Like the uh, uh, company, the brand or whatever it was. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, Ooh, I, I know what you're talking quick. about. Yeah, because you know, you're only like, you're like, you can only wear Nikes or you can only wear Adidas or something like that with the team or the league, whatever it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Because this brand sponsors whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah, I understand right. what you mean. But anyway, the Raiders did beat the Colts 23-20. Uh, to um, Derek Carr, 255 and a touchdown. Had two interceptions, so that could have cost them uh, eventually in the game. Uh, Josh Jacobs ran for 63 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Hunter Renfro, seven uh, for 76 and a touchdown. Zay Jones, 120 yards. Just a, you know, just a good game all around. Um, Carson Wentz did not do that good of a job. 184 yards, I'm sorry, 148 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jonathan Taylor did Jonathan Taylor things, 20, 20 carries, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, T.Y. Hilton only with one catch and was a 45-yarder for the touchdown. Um, aside from that, I mean, there really wasn't much else to this game. Aside, you know, it was a good win by Oakland. Oakland, I'm sorry, Oakland, right, the Vegas. I, it's it's still difficult for me to not call them the Oakland Raiders, but anyway. Um, but the Raiders uh, go not, are, are at 9-7, both tied between the Colts and the Raiders. Um trying to get into the playoffs um, if they're not already kind of right there in that bubble area. Um, how'd you guys feel about this game? I mean, uh, I think I did call the Ve uh, yeah, Vegas Raiders winning this one um, overall. And with the, just the emotion of Madden's passing just made them play even better, I guess. Right. Um, but, I mean, we've talked about it. Derek Carr is a really good quarterback, very consistent. His team's just not always there for him. And right. this game, he actually stepped up. Well, I mean, he was an MVP candidate a couple of years ago until he broke his leg. Yeah. Like most people who are MVP candidates, they break their leg. They just fall <laughs> really hard. But, no, um, I did find the article. Um, so it says that Deshaun Jackson 
they try to wear the cleats. Um, they are allowed to wear cleats like that during warm-ups, um, but they can only wear custom cleats if they are for a charitable organization. Since his were not for a charitable organization, he was not allowed to wear them. He did wear them during the game, and they told him they'd uh, kick him out of the game if he didn't switch them, which to me sounds like the NFL needs to stop being dicks. But wait a minute, didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't, wait, didn't Stefan Diggs wear AEW cleats during, during the game? Warm-ups, during warm-ups. Okay. Yeah. But they're not, but, but AEW is not wear, a charitable organization. No, you, you can, can wear, wear custom wear cleats during warm-ups, but not during the oh, game. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why we always see all these, like, guys having all these cleats, and then we never see them actually use them in the game, because they use them during warm-ups. Mm. Which to me is stupid, because if you're warming up in different cleats, the cleats you're going to wear aren't going to be worn in for you to play. So wait, so okay, so so what's the point of wearing the wearing the warm up cleats during warm ups when the television's not on? How are you gonna even notice them? And then once you start the game, oh well, hey, here are the cleats that you know, like. I mean, that, a lot of guys, a lot of guys post them on their Instagram and stuff. But he actually did wear them during the game and was asked to remove them during the game. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, he was on. He he had them on field. I think he had them in the first half. Um, and they so. really made them remove it, but uh, it, it's stupid. People are stupid. Anyway, it's just like the NBA's old stupid uniform rules before they got changed. Yeah, well, you couldn't, you couldn't wear. Um, you couldn't, you can't be hood. Can't wear baggy clothes. Can't wear, you know, your shirt has to be tucked in. You got to wear a belt. You gotta. Yeah, you couldn't be hood. You couldn't wear baggy clothes. You couldn't wear chains and stuff like that, or hats. Nowadays, you got dudes wearing blouses and capris. Leave, leave Russell Westbrook alone. Anyway, I was talking about LeBron. Oh, I said the blouse. I was talking about Russell Westbrook. I was talking about the capris. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and let's jump on to the next game. The next game, a lot of people said this game was game of the week. Uh, just because of the implications and because it was such a tightly contested game. Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Cincinnati did win the game 34-31 with a last-second field goal with two seconds left remaining from 20 yards. Um, I mean, God, man, this game was just insane from the get-go. I mean, it was a highly, highly contested game right from the rip. It was 28-17 going into half, so I automatically thought, okay, Kansas City's got this one. And then Cincinnati comes roaring back, and it's like they have Joe Burrow throwing for 446 yards and four touchdowns. No uh, interceptions. This man don't no, miss. No interceptions. Jamar Chase had had his best game ever. 11 receptions, 266 yards, and three touchdowns. So he had 11 receptions with targeted 12 times. That man dropped one pass. And it wasn't even his fault. It was, That's just because, like, you know, no, oh, it was not his fault at all. I'm just saying that man consistency. Them hands was glue. Yeah, and Tyler Boyd also had a touchdown in this game too. Let's not leave him out. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody you know deflected a pass. That <laughs> that defense was not allowing you know, especially in the second half, they do they wouldn't. Eli Apple, uh, Mike Hilton, Von Bell, shout out Jesse Bates, Trey, Trey Flowers, like they all had had a hand on the ball at one point. Um, but that you know, and, and again, Patrick Mahomes boy did you know did his thing two fifty three and two and two touchdowns. Darrell Williams ran for eighty eight and two touchdowns. Um, you know, it, it, it's one of those games. Marcus Robinson caught their passes for touchdowns. Yeah, caught their passes. Miko Harmon had one reception was fifty three yards, so that was kind of like the big targeted play to kind. Of, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, it is what it is with them, um, but. Yeah, I mean, this game was one of those games that kind of came down to the wire. A lot of us, I think all of us had Kansas City winning this one. I did not. You did not. Okay. I had Cincinnati. You, you, you foresaw this. Okay. Yeah. He did yeah. have Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, so the pairing, I guess it worked. The pairing between Joe Burrow and uh, uh, Jamar Chase is working. Not only that, they got a better offensive line. Yeah. They protect that leg. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got to protect the leg. Can't, uh, can't, now, can't. Uh, go ahead. Now, let's let's not um, let's not overshadow the fact that Joe Burrow did get hurt in this game. 
the the last play uh they were going for it on fourth and goal uh when it was all tied and uh tyron matthew blitzed and uh hit joe burrow in the knee joe burrow was visibly limping uh they took him out put the backup quarterback in um he the backup quarterback literally knelt and spiked the ball and then they kicked the field goal for the win so uh, hopefully hopefully uh joe burrow is healthy he's healthy but um he's healthy well they're saying he's okay not fully healthy but um head coach zach taylor did say uh he hasn't decided whether burrows or the other start key starters will rest for sunday's game or not since they already secured if i was them i'd rest i'll take the L in that one rest all my good play all my star players definitely i i was gonna ask that question like i understand you know resting your starters i completely understand that but at the same time if you take the l and for whatever reason the titans or if the titans the chiefs and the Patriots all lose. I think that's what the scenario is. About how the Chargers could... I'm sorry, not the Chargers. How the uh, Bengals could possibly make get that number one spot and get the home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Is it is it worth the risk? Putting a couple of... Or leaving them in there for at least maybe a quarter or a half or something like nope. that? No. Okay. It's a 4% chance for them to have that number one seed because they have to do... So much has to happen for them to do that. I mean... I'm gonna rest, because uh, they have to have losses by the Titans, Chiefs, and Patriots. Uh, and Buffalo has to win, or they have to win, and Buffalo has to win, and losses still by Titans and Chiefs. So I mean, there's it's still still so much to happen. Why right. risk Joe Burrow's, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd? Like, why risk your star players? No, I, no, I get what you're saying. I mean, right. I, 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 at worst, they're probably going to be playing the, the Colts. What uh, projectives to look like? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, we'll get to. I mean, we'll get the playoff picture here in just a minute. Yeah, I um, definitely, I definitely think rest Joe Burrow. Uh, for and Jamar sure. Chase. Yeah, 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 Joe Burrow and, and Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah, and Joe Mixon. He's injury prone, but he's not been too bad this season. So I don't want to risk it. Like, well, he's been doing good though this year. I think I know, this has been Joe Mixon's best fantasy. year. <laughs> he's my starter for fantasy. No, he had a better year. <laughs> Five years ago is when I first used the so move. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's been his best year in a long, long time. Oh, yeah, for sure, because he's injured. So, <laughs> right now, according to Tankathon, Cincinnati has the number three overall spot in the AFC, and they would be paired up against Indianapolis. Um, yeah. So if they sit and lose, uh, I think It'll still Buffalo be. wins, yeah. Buffalo will bump up to three, and Cincinnati will bump down to four, I think. I think right. so too, but I mean, it's still, they're still in it. They've obviously secured a position, so it's not like they're getting knocked out. I'm, right. I'm resting my players for the playoffs. I'm, I'm giving that chance to them for them to get ready for the playoffs. Right. Uh, so we're gonna go from that game to another trash ass game. Um, the Chicago Bears against the New York Giants. Both teams are eliminated from the playoffs, so at this point, it's they're just playing for pride at this point. But the Bears did beat the Giants 29-3 to in a game that Mike Glennon for the Giants only threw for 24 yards and two interceptions. That doesn't matter. The best, the, the only thing that matters from this game is Robert Quinn. Um, he set the Bears single-season sack record. Um, yes. He's also the sack leader, I think, this season so far. We looked at it the other day. Or, yeah, the other day, Chip and I did. Um but this man is very underrated right now because obviously he plays for the Bears. You said Robert Quinn? Yes. I'm looking yeah. him up right now again. Uh, Robert Quinn and let's see. He uh, is second in stacks was 18. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's had 130 sack yards, 17 tackles for losses, four forced bubbles, um, and 48 total tackles. So, I mean, yeah, TJ Watt is the sack leader at 21 yeah. and a half. Yeah. I remember that. We were talking about that. And he's played less games. Is the sack people. record is the sack record still 25 by Justin Houston? Uh, <laughs> Sorry to ask, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just 
that was the thought that was in my head. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know, but it might be. Uh, looks like it's Bruce Smith. Well, for single season oh, sacks? No, for that that's all time. He's yeah, he's, he's all time for sure. Twenty-two and a half of the single all-time records that my from Michael Strahan. Strahan that he yeah. got that back in two thousand and one. So if JJ, what's JJ sitting at right now? Twenty-one. Twenty-one, but he's hurt right now, isn't he? TJ's sitting at twenty-one and a half, but he's hurt. So he's so he's a okay. I I think so because um, he's only played fourteen games. Yeah, so just think if he would have played all the games. Uh, let me see. Did he play? No, he actually did play last game. He came back. Yeah. Ah, stupid thing. Stop moving. Um, he had four sacks. He had four sacks on Monday. Wait, that means his thing hasn't updated yet. He might actually have the record. Well, hang on a second. Let me. Uh, we'll get to that game here in just a minute. Let's. Uh, let's go into the next game real quick. Uh, we got the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. What? No, go ahead. I was like, we got the Buffalo Bills against the Atlanta Falcons. Buffalo in the snow, uh, beating the Falcons 29, 29 to 15 in this game. I think we all kind of had this game pretty much decided kind of beforehand. Like, we all knew that Buffalo's a better team right now than Atlanta is. Atlanta was still trying to find hope, at least for a playoff spot. But with this game, it kind of didn't, you know, matter. Uh, you know, Ryan, Matt Ryan threw for 197, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, Mike Davis, you know, was was the only uh, rushing touchdown that they had in the game. Uh, Matt Ryan also lost a fumble in this game. The Bills, Josh Allen had a terrible game, dude, 120 yards and three interceptions. Um, but, you know, but Devin Singletary, uh, you know, ran for 110 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Allen ran for 81 and two touchdowns. Uh, so he did more with his feet than he did with his arm. Um, so how did you guys feel about this one? Um, crap. I, just I, I would I say typical, uh... <laughs> uh, typical, uh, Atlanta. Typical Atlanta. Yeah. 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 That'd I, be the, <laughs> I feel so bad for Matt Ryan. Cause he actually did run a touchdown in and he got called back for taunting. And it was like, they had a loss of it. They had a loss of a down, and they lost ten yards. So like, uh, it was goal. It was like third and goal, but like it was like third and like sixteen or something like that. Right. They right. Scored. It was something. It was something. It was an Atlanta situation. It's something literally that would only happen to Falcons. It would only. Yeah. It would only happen to Atlanta Falcon fans. It would. <laughs> that'd be it. Um. <coughs> oh, you not? <laughs> Man, dying on us. Oh no, he gone. Oh, he he died, died. <laughs> he muted. Oh, he did that. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> oh no. Stop uh, quit laughing at my pain, buddies. <laughs> 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 anyway, oh, so if we continue man. this, um, next game: San Francisco 49ers against the Houston Texans. 49ers beat the Texans twenty-three to seven in a game that Trey Lance actually made his debut. Uh, Trey Lance threw 249 with two touchdowns and interception. Uh, Eli Mitchell ran for 119 yards. Uh, Debo Samuel, 63 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Eli Mitchell also had 11 yards and a touchdown as as well. Um, Davis Mills, 163 with a touchdown and an INT. General Mills. Um, You said General Mills? (laughs) Is that what you said? General Mills. Why do you call him General Mills? Because his last name is Mills. He's the leader of the team, and it also goes with the cereal. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes it's soggy. Is that what you're asking? Is that what you're saying? No, it's just anyway. a cool nickname. Okay, cool. Um, and then Brendan Cooks had a seven reception, 66 yards, and a touchdown as well in this game. Uh, um, that also Brendan, brings him up to a 1,000-yard season. I would say Brendan Cooks and Mills actually had a very good tandem this season. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I I 100% think that the the Texans need to stick with Mills going into next season. Yeah. Don't try to pick up a quarterback in the draft. There's not any good ones coming out of the draft. Not anything with. special, yeah. Which is a complete 180 from what Chip was saying about this cat about six weeks ago, six, seven weeks ago. Oh, no, I still think he's trash. 
<laughs> but he's consistent with what he has. Yeah. Well, the team as a whole is bad, and he's just making the best out of a bad situation. I mean, yeah, doing what his, he can. his receivers are Brandon Cooks, Danny Amendola, Jalen Camp, Nico Collins, Chris Conley, Davion Davis, Philip Dorsett the second. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but no, hey. uh, Brandon Cook is, this year, 87 receptions, 1,011 yards, six touchdowns. I mean, they've been consistent with each other. Right, they have been, exactly. Um, but speaking of uh, teams that are missing a leader right now at quarterback, uh, the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers did beat the Broncos 34-13 to in this game. Um, Drew Locke, 245 yards and a touchdown. Um, surprisingly. You know, yeah, surprisingly. Uh, Melvin Gordon only ran for 43. It's not surprising uh, at all. Right. Uh, Noah Font. Six receptions, 92 yards, and a touchdown. He was the lead receiver for the team. Um, and that's, I mean, that's the only big highlights that really happened. Brandon McManus kicked two field goals for you. So there you go. Um, and then you had the charge. You go up to the Chargers. Justin Herbert, 237 yards, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler ran for 58 and got a touchdown as well. Uh, Mike Williams, 63 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen, 44 yards and a touchdown. Austin Eckler kicked in 54 yards as well. Um, this was one of those games where it was like it was a division game, so you knew there was a little bit more. Every team gets more pumped up for the division games anyway. Um, so I'll ask you, Raj. I mean, obviously, Teddy Bridgewater going down was a big detriment to the team. Um, where do you see? Where do you see you guys going from this point? Uh, not the playoffs. We going home. Obviously, um. I'm talking about in the future. <laughs> Uh, we need to get Aaron Rodgers when he goes away from Green Bay next year. Or That's a possibility. If, uh, or if Deshaun Watson doesn't get into any more legal issues and can play, we take him too. We need we need an experienced mid to high tier quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater is good. He's that mid tier, but he doesn't have that experience because he's always hurt. He gets hurt everywhere he goes. Uh, Drew Locke definitely ain't. Ain't the answer. I don't know why we ever drafted him to begin with. But we also had a chance last season to, you know, get some quarterback out of the the lead, out of the draft. But we got Patrick Sertain, who's not a bad pickup. He's helped the defense a lot. But, you know, I'd be okay with, with Mac Jones or Justin Fields. But I also think that the Von Miller trade kind of. No. It, you know. I, I, uh, I honestly don't think that that, like, Von Miller not being on that defense I don't think it hurt that defense. That's the the kicker. I mean, he, it definitely helped. It helped uh, the Rams. The Rams, but, but I don't think it hurt the the Broncos. No, it the torch has already been passed to Bradley Chubb and uh, Justin Simmons pretty much for that defense. Uh, Bradley Chubb's always hurt too. So, right. I mean, he was hurt all of you all year last year. And he's been hurt a lot this year. Right. So. All right, so we go from that game to another game uh, of the New Orleans Saints beating the Carolina Panthers 18-10. to 10. In a boring um, game. Super yeah, boring that, game. that game was, I mean, <laughs> who who was the starter for this game? For uh, the, Taysom Hill and Sam Darnold. Taysom Hill, yeah. okay. Uh, Sam so Darnold. Sam, Sam Darnold was, one, was 132 <laughs> in the INT. Taysom Hill was 222. By the touchdown, uh, he was also the leading rusher at 45. Alvin Kamara didn't do shit, 32 yards. Well, have you uh, noticed that ever since Drew Brees left, Alvin Kamara's disappeared? Yeah, he really has. Um, also, be you look at the Panthers, Chubba Hubbard, again, one of the coolest names in the NFL, uh, 55 yards and a touchdown. Um, you know, they, they, so they did do some good things. Um, but, but again, man, this was one of those games that you don't really want to write home about. It's not. It wasn't a. It wasn't an entertaining game to watch. So Alvin Kamara this season has only 752 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, but how many games has he played? He hasn't played all games. Thirteen. Uh, has he He's, played that many? Yes. Yeah. Thirteen oh, games. Wow. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I take that back. But yeah. Uh, wait. Let me see. Let me double check. Can can, can I can I ask one more question though? While you're checking on that, yes. do you think if CMC hadn't gotten hurt, the Carolina Panthers would have a better record right now? Yes, because him and uh, Cam Newton would be balling out. 
No. But do but no. do you think the chemistry? Do, but do you think because Cam Newton ain't even playing the way that you know, which is why he got benched again for Sam Darnold again. Sorry, Kamara's Kamara has twelve games this season, not thirteen. Oh, that's still more than I thought. Yeah. Right. But no, um, no, CMC definitely being out because we've talked about it before. The Panthers' offense is built around him. It's one of the few teams that's built around the uh, running back like the Titans. Yeah. And they don't have – I mean, Chubba Hubbard is good, but he ain't CMC. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm not trying to say he, he is CMC. I'm just saying, you know. No, he's a, he is really good. It was a good pickup, and they were using it. They were going to use him as the backup for CMC for like third downs and stuff. So CMC would end up either the whole time and break another injury, still gets hurt. So, right. No, no, mm-hmm. I, no I, I get what you're saying. All right, so let's jump from there to another trash ass team getting beat by another trash ass team. No, nah, I'm kidding. The Seattle Seahawks beating the Detroit Lions 51 to 29 in a game. No, you were right. Trash ass teams. Oh. Trash ass teams. Say what now? You were right about calling both teams trash ass teams because Seattle definitely went from being great to being trash. I think all of us had Seattle kind of up there, like as far as like a team that need that we need to watch out for. But then again, the NFC East is probably one of the, if not the most toughest division. In the NFL, because you got the 49ers, you got the Cardinals, you got the you Rams, the and you got the Seahawks. You know, yeah. I'm sorry, did, did I say East? I meant West. Yeah. <laughs> um, I meant, well, I'm yeah. looking at NFC East thing on the computer here. Good, um, but, but yeah, I mean, which the Lions didn't have uh, Jared Goff. You know, they had Tim, Tim Boyle. Boyle. <laughs> Boyle. Uh, 262, two touchdowns and three interceptions in this game. Uh, man, you know what? Shout out to a Monra uh, St. Brown, man. Eight receptions, 111 yards and a touchdown. Also ran for 23 yards and a touchdown. Jamal Williams had a touchdown rushing. You know, like, they they, they they did what they could, but unfortunately they ran against. Russell Wilson probably had one of the better games that he's had all season, 236 and four touchdowns. Uh, Rashad also, Penny. Oh, go ahead. What? I was going to say, it also helps to Detroit's defensive line is trash, so he was able to stay in the pocket because he only got hit one time. Rashad (laughs) Penny ran, yeah, I mean, Rashad Penny ran for 170 yards and two touchdowns. Um, You know, Tyler Lockett went went three for 24 and a touchdown. Uh, DK Metcalf, six for 63 and three touchdowns on the the day. It was Donkey Kong Day. Uh, (laughs) Right? Um, You know, just, you know, DJ Reed had two interceptions. Uh, Ago Amadi had an interception. So, yeah, I mean, they beasted all over the team. It's, I mean, it was, it was, was, if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan, it was fun to, you know, see your team have that kind of game and watching them beat up on the lonely Detroit Lions. But at the end of the day, I mean, it didn't really mean anything because both of these teams are not playoff bound teams. Uh, Roger, I have a question for you. I've asked this to Talon uh, Uh in previous episodes. Do you think some of the the Seattle woes are from uh, Russell Wilson still ailing from the the hand injury? Um, Yes and no. Um, Yeah, because his – I mean, this has been his best game since then. Um, it was impressive, but I mean, he's playing against a team that has no coverage whatsoever, pretty much. So he's able to just get away with bad passes. But I mean, we've seen when he plays against teams with even just average defenses. I mean, they're six and ten. When is the last time? What? This is the first losing season for Russell Westbrook. Period. Right. Yeah, this is the first losing season. He said Russell Westbrook, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! Talon does it all the time, dude. I do it all the time, dude. But like, this is legit his only like losing season, and I think it's his only game, only season below five hundred ever. We see yeah, his career. But I think a lot of it, but like what you said, man, a lot of it has to do with the fact that his old line can't protect him that good, and it's also due to the fact that I mean, aside from Bobby Wagner, who else is on that defense? You know, you have Quandre Diggs. Okay, aside from Diggs and <laughs> Wagner, who else is on that defense? I mean, they don't have the Legion of Boom anymore. They don't have Cliff Averill. They don't have Bennett. I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole plethora of great uh, players that don't Carlos play for that Dunlap. team. Anymore. Yeah, but he's more in the twilight of his career at this point, isn't he? Uh, Hadn't he been in the league for like ten years at this point? I mean, he's defense though. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, no, their defense. But they've always they've always been a a weird defensive team where they won't have a strong line. They won't have really good like the linebackers will be okay and they'll have good back like defensive backs. But now they don't have good defensive backs, and then you see they're just an average defensive team. That Pete, Carroll, Pete Carroll's always been an average defensive like. Overall, he just depends on his defensive backs protecting and being a no-fly zone, pretty much. Which is good. I mean, if you want to, like, if you're going up against a team that's a high-powered throwing offense, but I mean, I just think it was the right combination of players that made the, the Legion of Boom what it was. Oh, you know, because sure. you, you had you had you know Richard Sherman, you had Earl Thomas, you had you know Cam, you know. There was a plethora. Who was the other guy? Uh, Eric Browning, I think is what, who it was. Ouch. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who. Yeah, Eric Browning. But you also had uh, Malcolm Smith. You also had um, Bobby Wagner. And then you had Cliff Averill. You had like, – there was, it was a, there was a plethora of great players that made that defense great. It wasn't just those, you know, even though the, the Sherman, Thomas, and Cam Chancellor were the – were the with the engine or the heartbeat of that team, you know, it I mean the, the defense as a whole was just amazing. But anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to another game. The game that everybody was was talking about this upcoming week, the Arizona Cardinals against the Dallas Cowboys. The Cardinals pulling out the victory twenty five to twenty four. Now, Kyler Murray. Dak Prescott did outplay Kyler Murray from the standpoint that he had more touchdowns uh, with three to two, but Kyler had more uh, passing yards, two sixty three to Dak's two twenty six, um, and uh, also the the rushing game for Dallas was not good whatsoever. They only ran for forty five yards rushing, while Arizona ran for one hundred and twenty seven yards rushing among Chase Edmonds, Kyler Murray, um, Jonathan Ward. Uh, you know, Benjamin, like there was a whole plethora of, uh, you know, great, you know, runs from them. Uh, Christian Kirk was the leading receiver, six receptions, 79 yards. Um, and then you go to Dallas's, you know, was, was Dalton Shorts, the tight end, six receptions, 56 yards. CeeDee Lamb had 51. But Michael Gallup had a touchdown. Seth Wilson had a touchdown. Amari Cooper had a touchdown. And then you go to, um, you know, Antoine Wesley had two touchdowns uh, in the game. Um, but this was one of those games that like, like it, it kind of sets the stage for the, for the NFC, um, playoff picture here. So how'd you guys feel about this one? Um, it was a lot closer than I expected it to be. Right. Um, I don't know. I think them missing DeAndre Hopkins is really hurting them. Um, I mean, they have more, they still have reliable receivers on the Cardinals side, but DeAndre obviously is a different breed. Um, brings more defenders, makes it easier for guys elsewhere to get catches. Yeah, because he's always pulling the double team uh, and that that leaves the other receivers open and stuff like that. So, And I mean, Dak played better overall than Kyler did. Um, but the biggest issue is that the, the Cardinals were able to run, open up more gaps than them. They had 82 yards more rushing than Dallas did. Yeah, I mean, it was it was not even close in terms of running. And this is a team that has a Zeke. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I mean, Mike McCarthy doesn't understand what the running game is. No, not at all. He's never been able to use uh, running backs well at all. Like, he just doesn't... I mean, they had Aiden Lacy, but... That's about it. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but, 80, I mean, yeah, but I mean, just run. That's all he had to tell him was run. Yeah, just run. You four hundred pounds, get down there. <laughs> oh my god, Eddie Lacy was a big dude. He was a big dude. Did, he, where did he, 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 he play? Uh, where did he play? Uh, where did he play college ball? Did he go to Alabama or, or was it was he? Uh, uh, Might have been Georgia actually. Let me double check. Um. Eddie Lacy went to Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. yeah. 2009, 2011, 2012 championship. That man, and 
came into the league in 2013 and it was out like in six years. Yeah. Because he just couldn't stay in shape. Couldn't stay, yeah, in shape. I mean, it happens to all of us. Uh, <laughs> that being said, though, let's no, move you on get to paid, the... If you get paid that much money to stay in shape, you tell me you can't stay in shape? Oh, if I was getting paid that much money to stay in shape, I'd be in the weight room every day. We talking that's about? That's what I said. That's what I said. If I was making money like the Rock, of course I look like the Rock. You pay me. <laughs> you pay me to work out all day. Shit. <laughs> Give me that bill. Right. Right. But nah. Before you go on a tangent, let me go ahead and jump to the <laughs> next one. All right. So this is a Sunday night main event: the Green Bay Packers against the Minnesota Vikings. Green Bay did Green Bay things against a team like the Minnesota Vikings, who could have been a team that were on the on the come up, but I mean, they ran into Aaron Rodgers, and he's on a rampage right now. Thirty-seven to ten, the final in this game. Um, now they now to to be fair, they they did not have Kirk Cousins start this game. Um, it was, instead it was uh, uh, if he would have been in the game, I think they would have actually won. I'm saying that now, I don't know if they'd won. I think it'd been closer. No, than what I think it was. He, I think he would have won. Uh, okay, the season I he's had so far. Said, yeah, I literally said that last week. Yeah. But again, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Green Bay's be, playing on a different I'll be level right back. now. I'll be right back. Got to take a call. All right, go ahead. Um, but anyway, but yeah, Sean uh, Mannion. I want to say that's how he was again. He hasn't who hasn't started a game since like tw- 2016 or something. He ended up right. getting a start for the Vikings. Uh, 189 yards and a touchdown in this game. Uh, the one touchdown he threw was KJ Osborne, who had 50 percent 50 yards receiving. On three receptions, Justin Jefferson was six for fifty-eight. Um, one of those games that literally, I mean, I mean, it, it was it was it was a pedestrian game at a time when they didn't need it to be a pedestrian game. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, two eighty-eight, two touchdowns. Uh, Jordan Love even came in and uh, you know played a little bit, uh, got nineteen yards on the day. Uh, Aaron Jones ran for seventy-six. AJ Dillon sixty-three yards rushing in, a, in two TDs. Uh, Devontae Adams, man, again, 11 receptions, 136 yards and a touchdown. Um, Alan Lazard, 6 for 72 and a touchdown. So, I mean, Green Bay definitely came to play, definitely showed up to, you know, make sure that they established, which, I mean, even if, I mean, it didn't matter whether they win or lose, they're going to have the best record in the league, so it doesn't matter either way. Um, but how did you feel about this game overall? Uh, I mean, it, it, it was... Green Bay doing Green Bay things. Uh, you know, the Vikings were without their leader, so it, it was it was one of those uh, we, we kind of knew it was going to happen. Right. No, no. I, 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 I like what you said. I mean, I was pretty sure it was it was going to happen the way that it went down. Um, and, and again, man, I mean, it was one of those games where Green Bay did his thing, and uh, they knocked the Vikings out of playoff contention. You know, and so they, you know, pretty much like, all right, well, you know what? I mean, we could probably let this one slip. Nah, we're just going to butcher you and just, you know, <laughs> take you out of the playoffs, put you at your misery. Um, next right. game is the Monday Nighter uh, between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. The Pittsburgh Steelers end up winning the game 26 to 17. I'm sorry, 26 to 14. I'm sorry. Um, and <laughs> Baker Mayfield, you know, 185 yards, two touchdowns, had the two picks. Uh, Nick Chubb, Darnus Johnson, like these guys, for whatever reason, I mean, Nick Chubb had 58 yards rushing, but no touchdowns on the day. Um, uh, David and Joku was the uh, only one. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Also, Harrison Bryant both had you know receiving touchdowns in this game as well. Um, and then you go to uh, the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger playing one of his last games, which if you believe all reports is that it's Ben Roethlisberger's last home game as a Pittsburgh Steeler. So it was kind of emotional. They had a whole lot of uh, ex-players that were there in the building. Um, James Harris was there. Troy Polamalu was there. Ryan Clark was there. Um, teammates that he've had, Santonio Holmes was there. Um, but, you know, for Ben Roethlisberger's last, uh, allegedly, his last game, as a Pittsburgh Steeler, uh, 123 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Uh, Najee Harris had a breakout game, 188 yards rushing and a touchdown. Um, Deontay Johnson had 31 yards receiving along with the touchdown. Ray Ray McLeod with 35. 
Um, so how did you feel about this particular game, particularly? Oh, wait, and before before, I, before we go anywhere, the defense, I got to talk about the defense the, of the Steelers. Alex Highsmith with two sacks. Cameron Hayward with a sack. Henry Mondro with a sack. Derek Zika with a sack. And TJ Mother and White with four sacks in this game. Dude just went off. And it was a good, it was a good showing of him because he hadn't he hasn't had a lot of big games this year, but this one was definitely probably the biggest game that he's had all season. Uh so how do you how do you feel about this particular game? Uh, I mean, it, it was a lot closer than than I thought it was going to be. Uh, and it had had it not been for for Najee Harris, uh, the the Browns would have won this one. Um, but also Najee Harris won a lot a lot of fantasy teams, uh, fantasy championships with that that breakout run there at the end. Right touchdown. All he had to do was kneel, um, and uh, it, it would have been over. But he was like, "No, I'm winning fantasy championships now." Uh, <laughs> but so TJ Watt is the 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 leading sacker uh, for the NFL with 21 and a half. Um, all he needs is one sack, one sack uh, in week 18 to break the all-time single-season sack record. That's crazy. I mean, we uh, haven't had a player that. I mean, here's the thing, man. I mean, if you break the sack record, doesn't that mean you should Get defensive player of the. I mean, I don't know what else he has to do in order to get, you know, recognition for all the hard work that he's doing. I'm back. Hey, right. hey. Well, I'll ask you the question since I just posed it to Chip. I'll pose it to you as well. How much more does TJ Watt have to do before he can get recognized as one of the best defensive players in the game right now? Um, probably. I don't know. Get like. Four more sacks. Well, that's what I was saying. All he needs is one sack in in the the week eighteen game uh, against. Let's see who are they playing? The Ravens. All he has to do is get one sack, and he breaks the single season um, for most sacks. Yeah, single season record for most sacks. That'll put him at twenty two and a half. The uh, the record right now is twenty two, so it'll put him you know, a half a sack up. Uh, do we think he can do it? I do. I, th- I think, I think he can do it. I, I truly do. Um, now hold on a second. Is, hold, hold on. Wait, time out, time out, time out. Cause I'm looking at something right now. Does he play? Well, well, hang on a second. Cause I'm looking at something right here. We, 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 we originally thought, okay, okay, okay. I'm looking at it correctly. Okay. So according to, uh, the official National Football League's uh, annual sack leaders, uh, it says that the sacks became the official statistic in 1982. Michael Strahan of the New York Giants holds the record with 22 and a half sacks. Uh, okay. And the closest, yeah, so 22 and a half. So he needs Although, a sack and a half. Yeah, sack and a half. Although many people can argue that Al Baker of the Detroit Lions should have the record because he recorded 23 sacks in a season, but he recorded them back in 1978, and, st- and sacks did not become a official statistic until 1982. That's just a little tidbit of information, because Deacon Jones has had a 20-and-a-half-yard 20, 20 season, a 21-and-a-half-yard season, and a 22 season. From uh, from uh, 64, 67 to 68. So, just throwing that one out there to y'all. But anyway. So, uh, quick news. Uh, Bud Dupree uh, is being charged with a misdemeanor assault after fighting a Walgreens employee in Nashville. Really? A yeah. Walgreens employee. 
in Nashville. Yep. Hi, oh, wow. oh, wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> that being said, let's move on to the power rankings for this week. Uh, this, is, this is the final uh, power rankings for the week, uh, for the regular season power rankings. Uh, of course, we'll start with our teams first. Um, oh, the Houston- oh, we're trash. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, we start with our teams first. <laughs> the Houston Texans last week were 27. This week they're 27. Uh, the Denver Broncos last week was 23. They bumped down two spots to 25. And the Miami Dolphins were at 12, but we bumped down the five spots to pot spot 17. So here are the top 10. You guys ready? Are we doing it 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? 10 to 1. 10 to 1. At number 10, dropping four spots, the Dallas Cowboys. At number nine, bumping up one spot, the Arizona Cardinals. At number eight, staying at eight, the New England Patriots. At number seven, bumping up four spots, the Tennessee Titans. At number six, bumping up one spot, the Buffalo Bills. At number five, bumping up four spots, the Cincinnati Bengals. At number uh, four, dropping down two spots, the Kansas City Chiefs. At number three, bumping up one spot, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At number two, bumping up one spot, the Los Angeles Rams. And at number one, once again this week, staying at number one, the Green Bay Packers. I I mean, they've had...